This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. But one thing I noticed from the Pro Bowl last night was that we are now, it's, it's interesting because I, I'm not sure why it worked out this way. Normally, if you are super likable, super personable, seen as funny, even if it's only because you're funny for an athlete, if you are seen in, in that light and you're very popular, then most people want to immediately put you either in the booth or on the, the pregame show, right? The the um, the Sunday pregame shows. Although I was listening to a podcast that was noting this. Those haven't changed in a long time. Like yeah. the Fox personnel, it's been Jimmy Johnson and Howie Long and it was James Brown, then Kurt Menefee or whatever. Like yeah. the same dudes, the CBS dudes, Bill Cowher. Chris Collinsworth. Uh, 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 he's he's NBC, I think. Mm. But Terry Bratch. Anyway, the yeah. studio shows haven't had a lot of shakeup. Nope. But so you didn't see either Manning go immediately to the booth, and yet they have this role where they like kind of just exist everywhere in the NFL, right? So already we've got them doing Monday Night Football. They're on like the second screen. They've got they're they're basically running a talk show. During Monday Night Football, we get the Manning talk show. It's like Ellen DeGeneres for dudes, you know, um, to be completely, you know, heteronormative about it, right? It's like, oh, we're going to have have funny guests on and, you know, tell stories during a football game. So the Mannings do that. Then Peyton, I think he's got his, like, podcast. He goes and talks to people, tells stories. We've got him coaching the Pro Bowl. And, again, coaching the Pro Bowl was not just calling the plays. And these guys seemed into it. They were like, on the sled when the offensive linemen were pushing it in the relay race, go, 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 like yelling at him right there. Like, that's the shot that the NFL wanted. They realized people love the Mannings, and we need more Manning in our Pro Bowls. So we need them at every competition. We, I want them holding for the kicker when they kick. I want, you know, so, so we've got them on Monday Night Football. They're on their own podcast. They're coaching the Pro Bowl team. The, you know, anytime we have a sports awards, you know those guys are going to be presenting if they're not hosting, okay? But that's not enough. I need more Manning in my NFL life. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. So I've got some suggestions on how we can put more Mannings in. You ready for this? This is a perfect one, and I want this next week in Phoenix. I'm excited. Mannings on the chain game. I want Peyton and Eli holding the chains, and when there's a close first down, yes. they come running out, and the crowd's like, yeah! Yes, the like, you can wear the, on their shirts instead of, like, you know, I don't know what do they normally wear for Manning. I would say, like, Omaha or whatever. Yes. You know, like, let's just go all in. But I want the two Manning brothers looking at each other, stretching out the chains. That's what we need. All right, at the draft combine, Mannings obviously need to be all-time QB. Yeah. Anytime we're working out the receivers, even even if it's just handing off to the running backs, but definitely anything throwing to people, or like when the pass rushers are passing, but they don't actually hit them, Mannings need to be the all-time QBs at the combine. Mm -hmm. 
I also want them working the, the uh, stopwatch at the yeah. 40. I need the Mannings there. And, like, anytime, just work the Mannings more into the combine. Make them run, be the first dudes to run the 40, make them first and last. Peyton goes first, then all the other position players, and then Eli goes last. And we progress. I mean, we, we track their 40 time every year. Well, Peyton actually got a little bit faster this year <laughs> yeah. between age 49 and 50. Look, Look at, at that. Go. But every year, there needs to be the Mannings running the 40, okay? I want, we already have them doing a talk show during Monday Night Football. I want a Manning pregame show on Sundays. But it's just them watching and analyzing the other pregame shows. Yeah. I want Eli Payton to be like, that was a great piece by uh, Tom Rinaldi there for, yeah. for the Fox show. Like, I love love Rinaldi. Like, Rinaldi's the best. Right. Like, I want them breaking down the other studio shows. Yeah. I want them breaking down the outfits. Wait, what do you think about what Howie Long's wearing? I think it's great. Oh, like I, I love the zinger about to come up. Yes. Good. <laughs> like, I want a pregame analysis show by the Mannings. Okay? Then, during Sunday Night Football... I want a Where's Waldo style thing where, where you just know every week Peyton and Eli are there somewhere and part of watching Sunday Night Football is spotting a, a Manning brother. Like they might be uh, under the blue tent. Like yeah. when somebody goes to an injury, you see you get pulled and like Manning's like, hey, right there. Space, yeah. they're hiding somewhere. It used to be one of my fr- uh, favorite uh, minor league baseball games. It's not the most clever thing, but for some reason I loved it. They do like, I, I used to, I would work out at the Five County Stadium where the Mudcats are. Yeah. So Muddy the Mudcat would just be hiding somewhere. Like, he'd put on a yellow banana outfit and just stand <laughs> at the foul pole. And it was like the kid's looking around the whole stadium. You're like, he's out here somewhere. And, like, people start seeing him. You know, that's what I want. I want the Mannings secretly. Like, maybe uh, maybe they're the people running out to grab the uh, the tee after the oh, guy kicks yeah. off. Like, one of the Mannings is jogging out there and just picking up. Like, got him. Spotted the Manning. Yeah, does a thumbs so up. So, I just want a Where's Waldo Manning-style game for every Sunday night football. Monday night, we know they're talking. They're a talk show. Sunday night, they don't have to talk. Yeah. They might be in, you know, if there's a celebrity in a, in a box, they might be in the box with them. Mm-hmm. They Again, they might be under the blue tent. They might be just lurking in the uh, TV booth over the shoulder of somebody else. I just want Where's Waldo with the Mannings yeah. at Sunday night football. And then... Finally, and we could add to this list of how we can have more Mannings in our NFL life. Anytime the Colts play the Giants, it shouldn't be too often. They're not division rivals. They're not even the same conference. But every, like, it's like every five years you cycle through playing every team, I think. Anytime those two teams meet, the Colts and the Giants, I want Mannings in the mascots. Yeah. In the mascot suit. So, Eli in the... uh, the Giants even, well, this might not work if the Giants don't have a mascot. Well, there needs to be some kind of bet, maybe. Even if they're not in the mascot suits, there should be some kind of fun bet. Nope. I need them in mascots. <laughs> I want them in mascot suits. And I want a camera yeah. inside the mascot shoot, suit showing them as the mascots. Yeah. That's what I want. I need more Mannings in my world. What would the Manning menu be for, like, a pregame day or an M- NFL football game. I'm curious what their their menu is. I don't know, but just the term Manning menu is I like know. a, like a winner. Yeah, like, it, it doesn't even matter what's on there. Like Manning menu What's the Manning is menu the, for I today? mean, yeah, you could definitely have a, a they could have a Food Network show yeah. at like 9 a.m. Wake, you know, waking up on an NFL morning, tailgating yeah. with the, you know, the Mannings, the Manning menu. Right. Um, yes. I just need more Mannings in my life. <laughs> Coaching the Pro Bowl, not enough. <laughs> I need all that other stuff. With the few minutes we have remaining, we have just enough time to decide if things are overrated, underrated, or properly rightly rated. This is Rightly Rated. I think we've been overrated. I think they've been underrated. First up on Rightly Rated, 
We had to go to the well today. Told you, it's kind of a slow sports weekend. Not, not, not as many funny things happening, all that stuff. So we're, we're going to. I'm not proud of this, but we're doing it. We had to go to the National Day calendar, Uh-oh. Victoria. What don't, is it today? Don't boo me. We got a couple. It's National Frozen Yogurt Day. Okay. So not, now I don't know why you would put either National Ice Cream or Frozen Yogurt Day. I don't know why you would do these days in the winter. Yeah. Like, it seems like National Frozen Yogurt would be during a warmer month. Yeah. But whatever. So National Frozen Yogurt Day. Is frozen yogurt overrated, underrated, or rightly rated, Victoria? I mean, I like it. Do I think it's better than just ice cream or somewhere like Goodberry, like custard? No, I just think it's it's okay. It's rightly rated. All right, guess. here's my thing. Uh, we're, I'm a little bit older than you, so we're not we're not quite the same generation. But there, the gap isn't huge, but it might be just enough. There was a time where frozen yogurt was overrated. Yeah. Because do you remember TCBY? Yes, all that stuff. Yep. They they were all over the place. They everywhere. And then there was I can't or. I can't believe it's not yogurt. And then there was the country's best yogurt. Then there's another. I'm not thinking I can't believe it's not butter. I can't remember. But basically, frozen yogurt was everywhere. Yes. So at that time, it had become overrated. Mm -hmm. However, they've all disappeared. So while I'm with you, I don't love frozen yogurt. It's fallen off the earth. (laughs) Yes. And therefore, it's become a little underrated. Yes, it's like, exactly. it's not bad. And sometimes it depends. Like, frozen yogurt, more than ice cream, depends on, like, the toppings that are yes. with it. I was going to say, you put some good toppings on it, you can make anything better. And a lot of times, frozen yogurt is better for toppings than some ice cream. Yeah. Like, ice cream, some doesn't mix. Yes. There used to be a good ice cream place on Hillsborough Street called Steve's, and then it was called Doug's, or maybe the other way around, it was Doug's and Steve's. They, their ice cream is both good and... Worked well for, like, mix-ins. So frozen yogurt, good for toppings and yeah. a little topping dependent. Shout out it the is, yogurt pump. Still getting sure. it done over there in Chapel Hill. But, again, the way frozen yogurt fell off, it can only be underrated in my <laughs> yeah. The other thing it was today was National Chopsticks Day. Nope. Don't, don't know where them. that came from. Nope. To me, totally overrated. Yeah. Now, I do think it's a cool skill to learn. I think if you are presented, if you're at a authentic dining situation at which... Chinese uh, uh, chopsticks are all that's offered to you. You should be able to get through the meal without it being like, hey, can I get a fork? So like, I went to Japan as a kid. That's where I learned oh. to eat chopsticks. And it felt cool to be authentic. But otherwise, I feel like people are just trying to show off eating with chopsticks. Yeah, like, it's just, it's a safety hazard. I'm just... It's... Now, I will say, I've come to learn, it might be like, you, you Americans look at it and they're like, why would we do this? I could just eat with a fork. I could eat so much more and so much faster. And you're like... You answered your own question. Exactly. That's you answered why. your own question. You can eat so much more and so much faster with a fork yes. that I don't know if the person who designed chopsticks was intentionally trying to slow down the eating process. That's why everyone's so thin over But there. it tends to have that effect. I was going the other way of like, most people are normal and Americans are just fat. <laughs> That's why we're so fat. Yes. I'm, I, don't, I think they're normal and we're just fat. True. So anyway, chopsticks, for that reason, might be slightly underrated. And shout out to the National Enquirer. It was sold. Enquirer, I'm going underrated. Same like frozen yogurt. You used to hear about it all the time. You never hear about it anymore. And they broke that John Edwards story. Adam Gold, back tomorrow. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.